0: Well, hi there. Mary, do you have a parade of techniques to start off with today? I do. Cool.
1: You know, it's August, and it's time now to take a look at your marketing plan for the year. If you were at Business Breakthrough last November with us, you know we gave you a a year-at-a-glance calendar, blew it up to poster size. Big! So you could anticipate when you're going to be reaching out to your book of business, your neighborhood, etc., and what you're going to do to touch them well one of our students had this great idea wants to revamp the rest of this year maybe go into next year as well and she's looking at funky holidays
0: funky holidays yeah like
1: what you can even google funky holidays and what it'll do is pull up a calendar for you each month almost every single day there is a funky holiday. Like, did you know that June 6th is National Yo-Yo Day?
0: No, I did not.
1: Oh, well, my goodness. I feel enlightened. (laughs) Oh, yes. Can you imagine a little marketing video that you make holding like seven yo-yos going up and down and you're kind of losing your mind and you're saying, hey, the market might be going up and down, but I'm in control. Or you could celebrate. If I could
0: get seven yo-yos going, I'd (laughs) I'd go for the Guinness World Record. (laughs) Okay,
1: how about one yo-yo? Then there's uh, July 13th, National French Friday. No, is it really? Imagine the fun you could have with that. Or... August 13th, National Tooth Fairy Day.
0: Oh, that sounds like a blast.
1: I know. I just think it's a really clever way to market. And it could be done via video. It could be that you send an email with a cool, funky image. It could be you send uh, some kind of a $5 card for free French fries somewhere. I don't know. Just all kinds of really neat little marketing ideas that set you apart. Everybody else notifies about the time change and about 4th of July and about Thanksgiving. But what if you did funky holidays? I love it.
0: Boy, that's memorable. Yeah. I love it. Yeah. Terrific. So what do
1: you have, my love? I have an
0: update and a parade. All right. First, the update. Remember the agent who said, I'm going to rent an ice cream truck. Yes. And put it in front of my office for an hour. Guess what? a hundred and fifty seven people showed up for free ice cream in an hour wow people are
1: just dying to get together to yeah. be social and even if you're social distancing being around other people going somewhere besides the grocery store it's a good thing love
0: we, we love hearing those updates by the way
1: because mm-hmm.
0: just because an idea is good doesn't mean you implemented or it got results right we love great ideas but we really love results.
1: And think about how you might be helping someone in your book of business, perhaps a small business like an ice cream truck. I bet they've had a down year this year. Fewer graduation sure. parties, no county fair. So this is a way to give back to your community and to reach out to your past clients, your book of business, et cetera. Love it.
0: And help another entrepreneur. Yeah. Beautiful. Well, here's my parade of techniques. All It's to print out a statement and go have some fun on your listing appointments. Now I'm going to make up a name because this is confidential. Let's use Michael. All right. Okay. And the statement you print out on a card is, Michael does everything everyone else does plus more, much more. Michael
1: does everything everyone else does plus more, much more.
0: And have the seller read that. Okay. And you go into your marketing presentation and the first thing you show is, well, here's what everyone does, but here's what I do in addition, or better, or more uniquely than anyone else. And what's the saying, Mr. And Mrs. Seller?
1: Michael does everything everyone else does, but more. Much, much more. more.
0: And by about the fourth time, they don't even have to look at the card yeah, anymore. Yeah, and I
1: bet they're laughing, too. Yeah.
0: Oh, yeah. And then here was the end result of that. He got all the way down to the end, and they said... Well, we have talked to two other brokers, one of whom said they do it for five, and one said they'd do it for six. And so he handed them the card and said, read this card one more time.
1: Oh, my gosh. And they
0: did, and guess what? He left with a 7% listing.
1: Oh, I love that.
0: Had some fun, used mm-hmm. a great selling principle of repetition mm-hmm. and anchoring. I do more, a lot more. Wow, what a great parade of techniques!
1: Oh, that's just
0: terrific! Uh, I had I so like much it. fun hearing that, you know, and and whoever gave it to me was obviously just full of joy at doing that. In fact, he even said this: "I sometimes don't even remember if I even got the listing. I was having so much fun."
1: That's a hitter for you. Yeah, <laughs> I like it. Well, I haven't asked the experts. Oh, question. good,
0: ask the experts. Yes.
1: We have a student who's considering hiring an administrative assistant, has really been needing one, and just discovered that a competitor has let their assistant go, and or maybe the assistant let the competitor go, I don't know. And so our student is interested in this person, however, kind of concerned because the competitor has a tendency to be a little oily, a little maybe not always on the up and up.
0: Oh, red flag.
1: So she came to the call saying, should I interview this person? And if I did or even considered hiring her, how do I make sure that I'm not making a mistake? And she just got Mm -hmm. loads of information. So I'd like to rattle them off. Please. All right. The first one was conduct multiple interviews. Do not hire right on the spot. Get to know this person. Someone said, have her sign a non-disclosure agreement. Someone else said, hire for character. By the way Floyd wasn't on the call but those are those are his words oh, his and a,
0: principles exactly
1: and a well-trained student who remembered always hire for character and then he said you know she may not realize that she has been working for someone who isn't always on the up and up she might think this is just the way you do business so um, it may not follow be her direction
0: fault. yeah mm-hmm, okay right?
1: Um, She heard, check out her social media page.
0: Oh, does that ever expose a lot?
1: And it's really good advice when you're hiring anyone for anything is to see, you know, how are they representing themselves to the world and do I want them representing me? Uh, And then uh, hire on a trial basis. Of course, Floyd Wickman also taught us that. You do a 30 days, let's get together for lunch and decide if we go for the next 30 days, then six months, then a year, always on a trial basis. And then finally, share your core values. Lay them out one at a time. Explain what they mean and ask, do you have a problem with this? Is this the way you live? Give me an example of a time that you lived up to that core value. And hopefully you will choose to hire the right person.
0: You know, if you've got the right character and the right values and someone who's willing to work, it's really hard to go wrong.
1: Well, right, because the job is certainly learnable. Yeah. But character isn't necessarily learnable.
0: Very true. Yeah.
1: Do you have and an SCX? Social media
0: sometimes un- uncovers oh, or yeah. discloses oh, character.
1: Have,
0: right. Yeah. Oh, I have a very interesting SC expert. Of course you do. We had somebody who said, I've been looking at my numbers, at my goal, and I realized this. I missed something in the first half of the year. How many others can raise their hand?
1: Uh-huh. Yeah. I'm
0: not where I wanted to be at the first half of the year. Now we're into the second half of the year. And I lowered my goal. Did I settle? Or is there a way Mm. that I can make up for what I missed in the first half of the year? What is it I can do to get get on track for what I want in terms of transactions? Okay. Now, transactions, for those of you who are non-Wickmanized,
1: not Wickmanized
0: yet, means?
1: Well, a transaction is a written document. So it's either a listing or it's a purchase agreement. So it's either when you take a listing, or it's when your buyer writes an offer that is accepted, or it's when your seller accepts a buyer's offer. In other words, the closings happen as a result of the transactions, and it's the transactions that we can control, which is why we use the number of transactions as a target for hitting your income
0: goal. Thank you, Mrs. Palin, beautiful. Now, the first thing that was said was, we all have to figure out the new normal. Everyone else went, oh, oh. new normal.
1: No, don't yeah, say that I again. That. Yeah.
0: Oh, yeah. But the second thing was this. You know, everybody is feeling isolated and out of sorts. And the cure is having conversations. Then the next person said, conversations do something for your psyche. Well, what we want to do is up our game in terms of conversation. Meaning, this isn't chit-chat. This isn't just friends. This is hardcore real estate qualifying conversations. This is just listed stuff. You know, we just got a new listing on our street a week ago. Guess what I saw yesterday? Another new listing with a different company because nobody came by and said, we've just listed a house. I bet that same agent could have had both listings.
1: Could be. So a significant conversation.
0: Yeah. Book of business, right. expired, for sale by owner, uh, knock on doors with a buyer for your neighborhood, generating business. Got to up our game in terms of conversations. And right. then the next question was, well, what's the your relationship, your ratio of conversations to transactions? Ah. Is that a scientific ratio? Yes. Well, yeah, they're connected. Yeah. So here's what we did. We took a look at what's my goal for this six-month period? What do I need to hit instead of that goal to catch up from what I missed in the first half of this year? Okay. Because what she said was, well, I settled for 19 as a goal. But what I really need is 37 to catch up from what I missed the first half of the year. Okay. So let's take a look at total transactions year-to-date, total conversations year-to-date. And because I've been with this agent for three or four years, we could go back in time, mm. and the ratios don't change much.
1: Isn't it neat well, to have basics, our smart numbers to the make The basics those sure decisions. never
0: change, but right. the, the ratios may change based on markets and skill level. But her ratio was pretty um, steady Okay. over time. Ten conversations equals one transaction.
1: Oh, I see. So that's part of, yeah, okay. Well, yeah,
0: You know, we have chosen 18 conversations as the minimum standard. For R squared right but that doesn't mean it needs to be precisely that for everybody because if you've got a hundred transaction a year goal versus a 400 transaction a year goal that's a different level of conversation what well, you want to know is what's your minimum standard well yeah to hit what you want
1: because your skill level is part of that too yes it is all right
0: so we did the math okay if my average is 37 transact 37. If my goal is 37 transactions and my average is 10 conversations for one, one. Mm-hmm. how many conversations do I need to have for the ding, re- ding
1: ding ding yes. 370 conversations? And
0: everybody went, "Oh, oh my that's god." Too many. <laughs> yeah, right, right. Yeah, and there's only 21 weeks left. Okay. Am I going to work all 21 weeks? No. No, we're not because there's holidays in there. Yeah. There's we're still in summer. Remember that summer? Yeah, there's vacations in there. There's LFTs in there. So my question was, okay, of the 21, how many are you really actually, I mean, really, truly, no BS, going to work and have conversation? Okay. She said 17. All right. So we divided 370
1: divided by 17, 17 weeks
0: mm-hmm. to get to how many actual conversations per week minimum do I need to have to catch up from what I missed the first half of the I'm year? I'm with you. And 370 divided by 17 is? I don't know. 22. 22? And everyone said, oh, I can can do do that. that." (laughs) Oh,
1: my gosh. I bet they did.
0: If you do the math, there's a little comfort in that to know, oh, it's scientific. And then you take it one more step further. I'm going to commit to my part to do the 22 minimum per week. And I'm going to let go of the end result. Remember, let go of the end result. That's not up to us. That's up to a higher power. It's up to us to do the activity. Do your work. Yeah, not just Mm -hmm. your work. Mm -hmm. Remember that? Mm -hmm. I do. So 22 conversations. Do the math. It'll give you confidence, a little bit of peace, could save your life and get you what you want this year. Love it. Thanks, everybody. Have a great week.
1: Yeah, bye-bye.